Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your old chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly, presenting America's Famous Quiz Kids. Well, we not only have an interesting lineup of questions, but we also have the head coach of the all-star football game in our classroom, and a little later we hope to get some tips about the big all-star game next Friday evening. So, let's get busy, quiz kids. Here's your first question. What key of music might suggest a person too young to vote? And while you and our listeners are thinking about that one, we'll have roll call. Joel? I'm Joel Kupperman. I'm 14 years old, and I'm a junior at Roosevelt High School. Patrick? I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 13 years old, and in the fall I'll be a freshman at Calumet High School in Chicago. Frankie? Frankie Vanderpilk, I'm six years old, in the math 1B at the Mount Vernon School, Chicago, Illinois. Harvey? I'm Harvey Deitch. I'm seven years old. I go to the school, and I'm in grade 3B. And Lonnie? I'm Lonnie Ludney. I'm 14 years old, and in the fall, I'll be a sophomore at Maine Township High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Well, now, uh, there's a roll call at our panel. Incidentally, I want to tell you folks out there that as of last week, uh, Lonnie became an uncle. Now, Lonnie, would, would you bring us up to date on uh, that? Well, uh, what do you mean, bring you up to date? Well, how are things coming along? Well, I'm just fine. Huh? Just fine. Uh, he or she? It's a he. He? What's his name? Gary Thomas Johnson. Uh-huh. He hasn't called you Uncle Lonnie yet. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. Now back to the first question. What key of music might suggest a person too young to vote? Pat? Well, that might be a minor key. A minor key. That's right. A minor. Good boy, Patty. Well, we're off to flying start. Now, right uh, at this moment, each of you will receive paper and pencil, kids, and uh, you'll be asked to use your own initials and make up advertising slogans or headlines using words that begin with each initial. I'll call for them later on the program. Let's see now uh, our... Um, our producer's initials, uh, Herb W. Latow, let's see, H.W.L., we could use his initials by saying uh, Herbie Weds 
Lizzie, see? Or, uh, now, my initials, Joseph William Kelly, J.W.K., just wonderful ketchup. <laughs> oh, you funny man. Well, all right, you get along there, and remember, you have to make these up uh, from your own initials as you uh, go along and answer questions. I'll call for them, as I said, a little bit later on. Meantime, since we have an all-man board today, you quiz kids may not like this question. It's about insects whose male species might be considered the weaker sex. Now, why might the male bee and mosquito be considered weaker than his mate? Harvey? Well, be, because the female mosquito and the female bee mm, both sting. But the male mosquito and the male bee don't sting. That's absolutely right, Harvey. Yes, sir, for seven years old now, folks. Harvey really knows these mosquitoes. And I might add, Harvey, that there must be a lot of female mosquitoes around this summer. <laughs> Here's the second part. On the other hand, it is only the male katydid and the shorthorn grasshopper who are musical. Uh, can you explain how each of these perform when he wishes to play a little serenade? Harvey, again. Well, the, the katydid rubs his left wing on his right wing. And that's how he makes a sound. A short-horned grasshopper rubs both hind legs together. Other times, he rubs one hind leg and his wing together. That's right, and he certainly certainly does it. Now, let's see. Number three is a dandy question. The following are groups of characters from well-known stories, but there is one important character missing from each group. See if you kids can name the one who is absent. Here's the first group. Moth, cobweb, mustard seed. Frankie. Peas Blossom from Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. That a boy! Yes, sir, you're right. Oh, boy. Now, see if we can get this next one. Here's the next group. Meanie, Miney, and Miney Moe. Frankie. Add a pick of pie from the rutabaga stories by Carl Sandbach. Well, now, how do you like that? <laughs> what do you know about that? Right, right, both cases. You know, kids, uh, since certain classes of our naval vessels are named for uh, states, cities, and birds, uh, which type of vessel would each of these following songs uh, suggest? Now, try to get two out of three. Here's the first one. <laughs> That's Iowa, and that's the state, so that'd be a battleship. That's right. And now then, Uncle Lou Webb is going to play number two for us. Patrick? Well, that's uh, only a bird in a gilded cage. So? Bird. That's the clue. What type of vessel? Joel. Were you a submarine? Oh, no. No. Pat? Well, it might be an air, uh, aircraft carrier. It's kind of corny, but... Uh... <laughs> Lonnie? I'm not sure, but I'm quite sure it's a cruiser. No, no. You're uh, wrong on this. Uh, it's a minesweeper. Minesweeper. Now, here's the last one. Lonnie? Well, the song is Sioux City Sioux. That would be a city. 
Yes. Actually, I believe destroyers are named for cities. Well, now, wait a minute. Pat has... I think it's a cruiser, isn't it? Cruiser, that's right. Both light and heavy cruisers are named for cities. Well, we only asked for two out of three, and you gave me two out of three. Now then, kids, if a fortune teller, instead of reading tea leaves, told her fortunes by piecing together the letters in chemical symbols, what would she see in your future in these instances? First, she has vanadium, oxygen, yttrium, argon, and germanium. Pat. Well, let's see. Vanadium is V-A. Uh, well, that, that, what? Well, uh, we'll skip that for a second then. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, let's see. The next one was oxygen. Well, that's O. O. And, uh, Yttrium. Yttrium is I-T. Is what? No. I Joe. am then. Uh, that's, uh, V is vanadium. Yes. And then O is oxygen. Right. And, uh, yttrium. Y is yttrium. Right. And A is argon, and G is germanium. That's so right. it's a so voyage. Voyage, that's right. You would be taking a voyage. Now the next reading, the next reading is molybdenum, neon, and yttrium. Pat. Well, of course, uh, that's money. <laughs> well, uh, molybdenum is M-O. M-O. And uh, neon. Uh, neon is N-E. N-E. And, of course, yttrium is Y. That's right, money. <laughs> seems like, uh, seems like we should have had the money before the voyage. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the third part. This reading was tungsten iodine and iron. Uh, Lonnie. Well, let's see. I'm not sure of tungsten, but uh, iodine is I. Right. And iron is F-E, so F-E. that's I-F-E. I believe tungsten is W. Oh, it's you believe y. it is. That's just what it is. So it would be Y, wouldn't it? Huh? Very good, kid. Well, now you kids just have a few more weeks of vacation left, but uh, what, what do you think about that? Would you like to have your vacation last longer, or are you anxious to get back to school? Patrick? Well, uh, everybody, when they get out of school in June, they all feel, boy, they never want to come back. And, of course, I know uh, lots of my friends, uh, they feel when it gets toward the end of vacation that they'd like to be back in school. And, of course, I'm going into high school this fall, and it's going to be a new experience, and I'd kind of anxious, you know. You're anxious to get I back am. to school. Oh, well, good for you, Patrick. Harvey? Well, I don't think so. I have a lot of fun. I'm going fishing, swimming, getting, and I'll get a lot of exercise and horseback riding. Oh? Did you, have you really fished very much this summer? Not, not too much, because there isn't very good fishing. Not too good. Oh? <laughs> Didn't you catch any fish at all? Huh? Oh, yeah. You did? What kind? Yeah. Let's see, I caught one crappie. Yeah. yeah. One. And let's see, there's a... Yeah, I, I think a, the only fish I caught out there this summer was crappie and a... A, uh... A what? Well, yeah, one crappie and a... A little crappie and... Yeah. A little crappie. Oh. <laughs> one little crappie. Well, all right. Well, that's beside the point. I'm, I'm glad you caught one anyway. Uh, Lonnie? There's another one. Well, I'm, I'm not particularly anxious for school to begin, but, I mean, school has its points, too. Yeah. And I, I kind of like it the way it is. Uh, if anything, though, I'd like the vacation length, and I certainly wouldn't want it cut anymore. Oh, you wouldn't, huh? Uh-huh. 
All right, Joel? Oh, very few kids I know are anxious to get back to school, and I'm no exception. Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd want the vacation uh, lengthened because there's too much of a good thing, but it's just, it's just about right the way it is now. Uh, you're happy about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Well, now, let's see. Frankie started the school last year. Isn't that right, Frankie? Yeah. Well, what, what is your opinion? Uh, uh, let's have a man-to-man -man talk from you now on this. Oh, I think that I would like to get back to school because I'm very anxious to get to first grade because my mommy wants to teach me how to write. And I don't want to. I want, I want to go to first grade and learn how to write, so I'm anxious to get to first grade. <laughs> well, now, isn't that nice? Well, now, Frankie, I, it just so happens on that assignment that I gave you kids a while ago, I forgot that you hadn't uh, taken writing yet. And uh, if you have any trouble, why, maybe some of us can sort of help you out uh, with your initials when we call for the assignment a little bit later on. All right. Now then, uh, I'm going to uh, test your musical, uh, your sense of musical pitch with this question. I, uh, I'm going to tell a story which has blanks in it. Every time I come to a blank, I shall play a chord on the piano, and from the notes you hear struck all together in a chord, you are to spell a word that might fit in the blank. Now, first, let me get over here to the piano. Ah, uh, here I am. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Well, forget that one. That doesn't count. I was just sort of checking over the, uh, the keyboard here. Now, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Harvey and Frankie went to the store to buy some candy. And they wanted candy bars. But when they counted their money, they said, uh, we will have to get stick candy. We might as well. Now, wait just a minute. Here's where the blank comes in. We might as well get Bonnie. F-A-C-E, face it. That's right, that's a boy. <laughs> well, now, uh, uh, the, um, the boys were so alert, the clerk was surprised at their... Lonnie? That's a A-G-E, age. Age, right again. Well. Now, on this last one, Uncle Lou Webb is going to uh, help me out. He's going to join in on this at the organ while I'm at the piano here. And we're really going to throw a flock of notes all at once your way. This is going to be very difficult. So, uh, uh, Uncle uh, Lou, now when I'm uh, ready... To press down on my notes, I'll count three, and then we'll all go together, see? <clears throat> so, here is the end of our story. Harvey and Frankie took the long way home, and when they got there, they were... Oh, we just missed out. I forgot to count three, but that's all right. Out. Is the last word, period. Lonnie? Well, uh, the notes the organist played were G-E-G-D, but I didn't hear yours at the same time, so... You didn't? 
Uh, well, now, wait a minute. Let's, uh, let, let's give it to him again, Lou. All right, now, you, are you all set? All right. How about that again? Well, wait a minute. Now, Pat's got his hand up. Pat? Well, uh, I don't, not much at uh, getting pitches, but I can figure out that that might be fagged out. F-A-G-G-E-D. Oh, you're <laughs> right. That's right. F-A-double-G-E-D. Oh. Right now, while everyone is talking baseball, it may seem a little previous to think in terms of football. But we have a chance to get in on the ground floor of how that big all-star football game will come off here August 11th at uh, Soldier's Field here in Chicago. And I know you quiz kids and all of our listeners wouldn't want to pass up an opportunity like that. In fact, I have a big treat for you because visiting our classroom, we have the very prominent figure of the sports world, the coach of Holy Cross and head coach for the all-star football game and and all-around grand football man himself, Dr. Eddie Anderson. Thanks, Joe. I wouldn't miss this for anything, and I'm really getting a kick out of meeting you and these amazing quiz kids. The last time I saw them on television, I was in Boston, but I've heard them many times over radio, and I'm certainly... In Enjoying myself here this afternoon. Well, good for you. Thanks a lot. It's nice of you to drop into our classroom, Eddie, when I, I know that you're very busy these days getting ready for the big all-star game next Friday evening. Now, first of all, um, I know many of our listeners are interested in knowing just how the boys are picked for the all-star game. Well, I have quite a lip, uh, little bit to do with that, Joe, uh, along with the other coaches. We get recommendations from all the coaches all over the country, newspaper men, and uh, with the assistance of uh, Mr. Arch Ward and Wilfred Smith of Chicago Tribune, why the coaches pick them. I see. Well, tell us this, Eddie. Uh, how are the coaches picked? Well, I, I think I'd have to say that uh, Mr. Ward and his staff picked the coaches, Joe. A number of years ago, they were voted upon, but they uh, quit that, I believe, in 1942. Uh-huh. Well, now there's one more question I'd like to ask, if you don't mind... You may know that the quiz kids are chosen because of their personality, their good sportsmanship, as well as their mental alertness. I understand uh, great football players are superior students. I, uh, it so happens that I, I know that the late Niall Kinnick was a Phi Beta Kappa. How about that? You're perfectly right, Joe. As a matter of fact, uh, Niall was a student of mine. He played for Iowa University when I was coached there. And I think you're also right in saying that superior football players are usually superior students. Uh, there are many shining examples of that. For instance, uh, President Hovde of Purdue University played quarterback for Minnesota about 20 years ago. I see. And uh, I think there are many, so many examples that we couldn't go into it this afternoon. Take too much time, maybe, huh? Right. Uh-huh. All right, well, now I thought... Uh, I thought uh, I would like to see, uh, well, I, I'd like to, for you to ask the quiz kids a question or two about uh, some of the boys we'll see play next Friday evening. Would you like to uh, take over the classroom? Uh, I certainly would. I, I'd enjoy seeing how fast the quiz kids can identify the school and position played by each of these men in training now for the all-star football game. Excuse me just a minute, Coach Anderson. Do you want to step around on this side of the microphone so you can see the kids' hands go up? Fine, that's a lot better. Fine. 
the first one uh, I'd like to find out what school he's from and position he plays is Leon Hart. Lonnie? Oh, yeah, Notre Dame. You're right. And this fall, it'll be with the Detroit Lions. Second, Dick Kempthorne. Pat? Well, I think he was a fullback for Michigan. Right you are. Uh, third, now this might uh, stick you, Eddie LeBaron. Joe? Quarterback, College Pacific. Right. Uh, number four, Doak Walker. Lonnie? Well, halfback, Southern Methodist. Right again. Now, this one uh, may not be uh, quite fair, but I thought I'd uh, not tell you the name of the player, but I'd uh, describe him a little bit. He runs up the field uh, like a locomotive. <laughs> Joe? Uh, Charlie Justice, halfback, North Carolina. <laughs> right again. <laughs> Now, this question also may not be uh, quite fair because it requires a knowledge of all-star games of other years. But let's try it anyway. In what years did the all-star score a victory with exactly the same score? Lonnie. 1946 and 47, I believe the score was 16 to nothing over the Rams and the Bears. You're absolutely right. Can you tell me which year, Lonnie? Oh, they beat the Rams in 46 and the Bears in 47. That's perfect, Joe. <laughs> well, that makes me very happy. I, uh, I, I think the quiz kids really carried the ball and scored all right on that one. They certainly did. They seem to be sports fans all right. I thought, uh, Coach Anderson, if you didn't mind, maybe the quiz kids would have a question or two they might like to ask you about the game Friday. Well, uh, that's all right with me, Joe. I hope they don't put me on the spot too much. <laughs> Who would like to start it off? Well, uh, Dr. Anderson, I'd like to know if it was your childhood ambition to be a football player or a coach as you are now. Well, uh, no, I started out to be a, a doctor, Pat, an MD, but after I got my degree, why well, I happened to get into coaching. I've been there ever since. Harvey? Um, what's the difference between professional players and college players? Well, The difference is uh, between uh, in professional uh, football, they're paid, uh, Harvey, and uh, college players are amateurs. Bonnie? Well, I'd like to know what you consider your greatest day in football. Well, I suppose uh, Lonnie was uh, 1939 and 40, uh, had two great days uh, when uh, we beat Notre Dame. I was coaching the University of Iowa at that time, and they were undefeated both years when we played them. Joel? Well, this isn't about the game Friday, but in your opinion, in the last uh, few years, has the uh, use of the T formation increased or decreased? Uh, I think it has increased a great deal, Joel. Frankie? Mr. Landerson, do you know how old a little old boy should be when he starts playing football? Well, uh... <laughs> Uh, Frankie, I, I think that uh, almost any age, I think you can get an undersized football and start right now, and you look like you'd be a good one, too. <laughs> well, that was very, very interesting. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Eddie Anderson. We'll see you and your all-stars on the field next Friday evening, and we wish you the very best of luck in the world. Well, let's 
see what's next. Uh, oh, here's a dandy. Uh, what countries or islands might you find on your dinner table, kids? Frankie. Well, at Thanksgiving, you have a lot of turkey, and there's turkey, and that's an Asian. You might find that on the map. Yes, you might. It's that now. Then there's Greece, and there might be Greece. Greece? Oh, yes. And then Uh. there's the Hawaiian Islands. They used to be called the Sandwich Islands, and you might find a sandwich on the table. Well, what do you know about that? Can you think of any others, Frankie? Well, you might find China on the table. Oh, you most certainly (laughs) would. Shoot, Pat. Well, this is kind of far-fetched, but if you uh, didn't have anything on the table, you'd be hungry. Uh, Oh, no, Patrick, (laughs) please. Well, that's all right, too, Pat. Lonnie? Well, uh, you might have some green vegetables. That'd be Greenland. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, Joe? Well, you'd certainly have air. You'd what? You'd certainly have air. Yes, you would. Oh. Well, uh, Harvey, did you think of one? Yeah. What? Well, we might have chili on the table. Hey, that's right. Yeah, we might have chili in August, too. Oh, that's what we've been having. Well, now let's call for the assignment that I gave you earlier in the program. You quiz kids were to make up advertising slogans or headlines using the three initials of your names. And you had to work on this at the same time you've been answering questions. Let's see what you've done. Who would like to uh, start this assignment business off? Lonnie? Well, mine aren't too good, and I don't have too many. But well, they it's are. all right. Let's hear them. Uh, lies, claims Laura. Lexington Caves looted. And is for an advertising slogan, Louis Canned Lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's very good, Lonnie. That's the idea, all right. Joel, what did you figure out? Well, my initials are a bit ill-sorted, so I didn't uh, have much of a chance. And, uh, uh, well, let's see. What are your initials, Joel? Uh, JJK. JJK. All right, let's hear what uh, Jingle Jackpot Captured with a K instead of a C. Oh, uh, Jim Jones uh, killed. Uh, uh, Jones joins Ken. <laughs> well, that's all right, too, Joel. Now, let's see. Harvey, what'd you uh, make up? I, I, I couldn't get anything out. I only got a sentence, and that is, in, I don't know, some foreign-like language. Well, now, what are your initials, by the way? Huh? What are your H-E-D. initials? H-E-D. H-E-D. So what did you think of? Well, well, I didn't think of any advertising or anything or any headlines like that. Just a sentence, and and even that's in a foreign language, like. Oh, it is. Well, let's hear it. Foreign How language. easy. Oh, I. <laughs> you know what, Harvey? I think this is good. <laughs> Patrick? Well, uh, one for Harvey I was thinking of. Oh. Uh, it might be Harvey Eats Dinner, or... And mine, I have our package coffee. Our well, pa- let's see, your initials are... Uh, uh, P-O-C. P-O-C. Our, pa- our package coffee, our potatoes colossal, pounds of candy, and Pat out calling. 
<laughs> All right, Pat. Well, now let's see. Uh, how about you, Frankie? Did you think? What are your initials, by the way? Well, my initials are F F P V. F P V. And well, I that's... haven't got any headlines or stuff like that. I just got my initials because that's all I know since I haven't started reading and writing and arithmetic. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's very good, Frankie. Now, how about the rest of you kids? Can we help Frankie out here? Uh, Joel? Flavors Parade Vanilla. Well, say, that's all right. That takes care of Frankie very, very well. Hmm? Well, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Now, say, here's a, a rather a tongue twister of a math problem I'd like you quiz kids to try to work without paper or pencil. Here it is. The number of members of Edward Anderson's family is uh, two more than the number in the family of his cousin Fred Anderson. The square of the number in Fred's family is one less than twice the number in Edward's family. How many are there in each family? Now, there is a doozer. Joel. Can you please repeat that? Well, all right, I will. <laughs> the number of members of Edward Anderson's family is two more than the number in the family of his cousin Fred Anderson. The square of the number in Fred's family is one less than twice the number in Edward's family. How many are there in each family? Joel? Well, you can form an equation there. Uh, x squared equals 2x plus 3 because you have uh, letting x equal his cousin's family. Oh, then that squared is x squared equals twice x plus 2 or 2x plus 4 equals yeah. 2x plus 3. Family so x squared, squared minus uh -huh. 2x minus uh, 3 equals 0. So uh, let's see, x, it'll be x minus uh, 3 and yeah. x plus 1. So you can toss out the latter one. Oh, sure. So uh, toss it right out. It'll yeah. be three and five. There and and uh, one out. Let's uh, three in his cousin's family and five in his family. Three in whose family? In his cousin's family and five in his family. That's very good. That's right, George. That's fine. Really working out, isn't it? Yeah. By by the way, kids, re real quick now. What what is the family name? Uh, real quick. Pat. Anderson. Anderson, that's right. I thought I'd try and catch you off guard. I wonder if uh, they're related to uh, Dr. Eddie Anderson, who was on our program this afternoon. Now then, um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh-oh. Well, there's the bell, kids, and that means the end of class for today. And while we're waiting for the report cards, I want to tell you about next week's program. I'm all really excited about it because we're trying something we've never tried before. A board of quiz kids will compete with five representatives from the first United States International Trade Fair. Each of the adults to compete with the quiz kids is from a different country. In fact, we may have to have an interpreter present to help us out now and then, so uh, be on hand, folks. This promises to be an impressive session with plenty of hilarity on the side. Now, let's see. Let's check over the scores here. Here are your grades, and we'll find out who wins today. Remember, whether you win or lose, you will each receive a $100 savings bond for your future education. Let's see, now, as a group, you, well, you didn't miss any questions, and after taking into consideration your age as well as the number of questions you answered correctly, the final report is Lonnie was first, Frankie second, 
Joe, Pat, and Harvey tied for third. Well, now, how do you like that? So all five of you will be here next Sunday to enter our international competition, and we'll expect all of you listeners to be with us again, too. So until next Sunday, then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz kids. Goodbye, kids. Goodbye, Mr. Kelly. Quiz Kids is produced by Louis G. Cowan. Programs, get your programs here. There's fun and excitement when Jack Parr asks the $64 questions on NBC Tonight on Take It or Leave It. And there's a race between contestants to come up with the right answer first to the jackpot question. Then there's music with the thrilling voice of Kay Armin and the chorus into the...